All right, welcome, welcome to episode 31 of, make sure I got the microphone right. Nope, it was upside down. Okay. Uh, um, episode 31 of myfxbuddies.com, where we're going to discuss some articles, but none of them are going to say there was a vote. <laughs> Because there was not a vote. They moved the vote all the way until this Saturday, March 27th. I think that's what the date is. But anyway, so to if you care to read the articles in full that I'm going to discuss, you can see them at myfxbuddies.blogspot.com. All right, so we'll get into it. Yeah, so I I did record, I don't know what day it was, but I just uploaded it early this morning, which is March 22nd. So, let's see. This will probably be uploaded on March 23rd, but this will bring you over what happened over the weekend of March 23rd. 20th through the 22nd. Okay. And actually, there is a an exciting article. However, we in Denarland are probably putting more into it than what it is. And you know what? I'm going to start with that. No, 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 no. Let's um, go in order. Okay. So they did meet on time. They went to Parliament. And they were there. There were no fights. And it's so weird. There's just little things that come out. You know, I I try my best to cover because I'm just one person. Some people have teams of people giving them information. And I'm just me. Right? And so I'm looking. And everything was going well. They said they had an agreement. The Kurds and and, uh, Baghdad. Then these articles start to come out about this guy and a, a warrant for his arrest being issued by Halabusi. Now Halabusi is the House Speaker, which in Iraq that's one of the three presidents. They have three presidents and the House Speaker is one of them. But he is Iranian backed. So it's not unlike him to interfere with things, right? So I thought it was so strange that all of a sudden they issue an arrest warrant for this man. And then, boom, negotiations blow up. Some of the groups start leaving. And next thing you know, the vote was moved out to Saturday. And some people, they say, oh, that's fine, you know, because we know we were going to wait till the end of the month anyway. But then also, the Kurds are celebrating a holiday called Norwuz. I don't know how you say it. That's how I say it. So they're celebrating this holiday all week. So, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. I really don't know. But, okay. So, whatever the reasons are, and there are plenty... Their vote is scheduled for Saturday at 1 p.m. So we'll see what happens. And what was the one? 
there's one article that I'm going to post that pretty much covers everything. Let's see, is this it? Yes. Okay, so this is the title. The budget parties are preparing for a new round of negotiations. So let me copy this. And put it on the blog. All right. Oh, no. Okay, yes. So... Here are the final issues that are supposedly uh, holding it up. It's basically still oil. The Shiites want the Kurds to hand over, and that's the wording they use, hand over 460,000 barrels per day. And if they don't, then they don't get reimbursed. And they want records, uh, like how much oil they sent and how much money they received from 2014 to 2019. And the thing is, I'm pretty certain I remember them handing that information to one of the prime ministers. His name was Mahdi. And he may have done away with that information. Because when he was in, he was like, oh, I don't care if they produce proof that they sent the oil, just pay them. And that upset a lot of people. And Mahdi actually, he wasn't replaced, he stepped down. He voluntarily stepped down. So, all right. And then this is interesting. Okay, well that. And the Kurds are like, no, we will pay you 250000 I mean, you know, we'll send you 250,000 barrels like we always have. And you will just pay us what we say you owe us for 2014 to 2019. So that's what they want. So those are two areas right there that at least in articles are being used to say what the holdup is. Okay, then it says there are fragile paragraphs in the budget that need review and agreement, which concern the exchange rate of the dollar. Noting that the new price of the dollar has been met with objections from the Iraqi street and even the majority of political forces. And that is true. And you do have people, you know, in the other um, episode, I explained there's 108 parliament, uh, parliamentary members that signed this document saying they are for putting the rate back to either 1200 dinars per dollar or... 1300 1350 somewhere around those numbers it's gonna come i believe i believe it will be 1200 but time will tell and let's see so many of the parliamentary blocks are demanding that they return the exchange rate to the old price of 1190 which is what it was before they devalued it to 1450 and then they say things like well we can't um complete the budget until we know what the rate is going to be so that is uh you know that hasn't changed that's been something 
And then they acknowledge, it says, the central bank is solely responsible for determining the monetary mass, the interest rate, the national currency, and other matters related to the issue. So it's like they're saying, well, because part of their argument is parliament cannot change the rate. Only the CBI can. And not even the CBI can. They have to do it with the approval of the IMF and the World Bank. But see, they don't talk about that on TV. They leave that out. But here in this article, it says he emphasized the current price was set in coordination with the IMF and the World Bank and through an agreement with the Ministry of Finance where the budget was built on it. So some other arguments are that if they change the exchange rate, then they have to dismantle the budget and start all over. There's just all kinds of things. So that is pretty much where we are. Wow. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, the, let's see, the defenders of the idea of restoring the exchange rate. Yeah, so it's talking about how oil is high, but actually oil's going down, and it may go down some more. Let's see. Oh, you know what? I didn't even check my stock today. It was another bad day. I didn't even want to look. But let's see. What's oil doing? Bitcoin's down to 54. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Let's see. Oh, oil's at 169, so I'm still in the positive. I mean, excuse me. That's not what oil is at. Oil is still at 64. Nope. 63. And that. Oh, I guess the oil markets are closed. Because the time isn't there. But anyway, yeah. So it's down to 63. But um, you know, like I said in the previous episode... Goldman Sachs is still saying it's going to be $85 by summer, so we'll see. S&P is up. I have $0.23. Cents. Roku, $0.13. Cents. Gold is still down, but I'm going to keep that. Apple's down and Tesla. Ooh, Tesla's getting beat up. Anyway, you might want to look into Volkswagen if you want to look for something to invest in long term. I'm just saying can't take that as in financial advice, but you might want to look into Volkswagen. Alright, let's see. So, okay, let's go back over here. Oh, oh okay, I'm on the wrong. Here we go. What else? I think that's it. So, going to reduce the exchange rate must be preceded by stability in the oil market as it is now for a period of not less than six months. So, they want a stable oil industry for six months. I don't know that they'll get that because oil is so volatile and it's not really, but the people that manipulate the oil markets make it so. 
because it benefits them. Okay, so that's done. Pretty much the rest of the news is all about the exchange rate. Why we can do it, how we can do it. Um, what are the repercussions if we don't do it, right? Things like that. So many that it would take two whole pages to post all of those articles. Okay, and I, I'm pretty sure on the episode before, there was one at the end. Oh, right here. Okay, is this today? Let me see. Central. Where did it go? Hmm. This was dated yesterday, but I'm going to put it with today's. Changing the exchange rate of the dinar against the dollar contributed to enhancing financial stability. So see, it's good for the government. They've been able to increase their financial reserves. Excuse me, their reserves. They, um, there's one other thing. Something about paying off debt with money that's worth less right? So, I don't know. But, so, governments don't care about people. They care about protecting their power, right? So, it's benefiting them. Oh, then there was another article, but I, you know, maybe I could find it. Another economist was saying that by delaying the budget, that will further increase the surplus. Because since they don't have the budget set, they can say, well, you know, we can't pay this, we can't pay that, because we're still working on the budget. Meanwhile, that money is their accruing interest, right? So that's another thing which just sounds crazy to me, but those are the type of articles that are out. All right. Uh, we could talk about this. Let's see. No, that's, that's not it. And and let me just tell you, there's one person saying that the, the budget will not pass on Saturday because they don't see the, the negotiations, negotiations working out. So there's already one parliamentarian saying that it's not going to work. Then there's another one saying they'll need two sessions to pass it. So, <laughs> so... Yeah, that's already out there. Let's see. Pairing. No. I'm not going to be able to find it. It's 22nd. Let's see. Exchange. Demonstrators. No. But here, this is interesting. This came out late today. An Iranian report warns of Iraq's insistence on the decision to amend the dinar rate. Well, Ar Iran steals money. They siphon money through Iraq somehow. I'm not really sure. But people who are smarter than me, they have said it. They've explained how it has something to do with the auctions. So, yeah. And so they come out and they... They don't want the exchange rate to stay low either. They want it 
to go back to what it was as well. So that's it. It just goes to show Iran still has a presence in Iraq. Right? And actually, with the administration we have now, Iran's presence will probably strengthen, unfortunately. Just like they've been bombing and missiling every day in Iraq. Well, of course, Iran claims they're not the ones doing it, but it's been happening. And where does our Secretary of Defense go? Afghanistan, right? So I said, well, maybe he'll sneak over to Iraq. But that is crazy to me as well. All right. And what else? Okay, so we'll get into the good stuff. Okay, so there was an article. Let's read that. So there's three things. There's one, there's a two gentlemen that I listen to, the only people in Denarland that I listen to. And they were saying that, oh, you know what? I don't know if I covered this. I don't think I did. So I'm going to read this to you also. So let me put this over here. Oh, what time do we have? Oh, okay. We're running out of time. All right. So they're hearing, there's rumors in Dinar land that the Dinar is one-to-one -one in Iraq. I don't believe that. But anyway, so they're saying, well, we're hearing that, but there's no evidence. The banks here aren't responding that way. And there's no lower denominations being dispersed to the people, right? So there was an article yesterday of a guy talking about and he's I think he's an economist so it's not even the um where is it? here we go I think this is it yes this is it so and I'm pretty sure I put this on yesterday but just in case you didn't listen to yesterday's let me put this here so you can follow up. I'm going to put it over here. And it, it it's one of those articles that gives and takes away, right? But the last paragraph says, the guy, Kwase, Kwase, I don't know how you say his name. He pointed out that the step of deleting zeros from the currency raises the level of confidence in the dinar and reduces the burden of transferring cash as well as calculations. But conducting it now, meaning deleting the zeros from the currency, right? Conducting that now may confuse the market because it needs to withdraw the dinar from traders. So we know there's been an effort to get the three zero notes in to the bank. Most of the uh, citizens hold their money in cash in their homes, right? And they know that. But it says, and inject a new currency. And that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for a new currency. So that was pretty neat to see that in writing. And really, this whole article is good. Even though, like I said, it gives and it takes away. It's good to see this conversa these conversations being had. All right. So then, from that, what came out today? And it was on the CBI site and in regular news for the people to see. 
the central bank adds a new feature to the Iraqi banknotes. Yes, it does not say they're adding new banknotes, you know, but it just was nice to see. And it's really short. It's a three-paragraph article, so I'll read this, and then we're going to wrap it up. Central Bank of Iraq. And one, one headline said, the central bank inoculates the Iraqi banknotes against coronavirus. <laughs> but anyway, the Central Bank of Iraq announced on Monday that it has added a feature to protect banknotes from bacteria and viruses to the national currency. The Central Bank said, blah, 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 it added the feature of protecting banknotes from bacteria and viruses, including the coronavirus strain, indicating that the protected currency will soon be put into circulation. So that got us, some of us, excited because they just said they want to collect the three zero notes, right? In that other article, plus we've been, they've been trying for at least three years to get the citizens to bring in these three zero notes. So why are you going to issue more three zero notes? Okay, so it says they revealed that the currency had been added to the biological pesticide developed by international companies specialized in printing banknotes in coordination with the competent authorities. So that was pretty exciting to see first thing this morning. However, I feel what is going to happen is 500s, it's going to be 250s, 500s, and 1000s. But we'll see. And soon, the word soon is truly a four-letter word because we don't know what soon means, right? We've been hearing soon, imminent, all kinds of words which anywhere else in the world would mean soon. <laughs> but in Iraq could mean two years, right? But yeah, so there was some good news, you know, no vote. So we'll see. So unless there's something really good to report on, I probably will not do another update because it, you know, it just gets redundant when we're just saying the same thing over and over. And we know they are looking to vote on Saturday. But I won't go the whole week without one, maybe just every other day. So, all right. So I want to thank you for listening. Again, if there is a subscribe button where you are listening, hit that. So when I do update, you will be notified, I presume. And um, if you care to see the articles that I just read to you in full, you can see them at my currency. Nope. My ethics blogspot. Nope. I'm totally messing it up. <laughs> my currency buddies no i don't know my fxbuddies.blogspot.com there we go i should really write that out somewhere <laughs> okay so what else um enjoy the rest of your morning day evening night whatever time it is you're listening to this and until next time